brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. and a little irreverence from both sides of the 49th parallel. This is American Uck Radio with Mike Phillip. Welcome back to American Uck Radio, everybody. This is Mike Phillip coming at you live from Central Alberta. Which uh, is soon to cut ties with this thing called Canada. Canada! Where the corruption runs deep. Canada! Where the taxes are high and the health care ain't cheap. Really interesting show for you today. Uh, of course, I'm going to pay homage uh, somewhat to the legacy of Mr. Edward Van Halen. I feel I should say something about that. Looks like the RCMP is going to possibly get kicked out of Alberta, which to me is a really good thing. The RCMP, uh, you know, Americans look at it and they they think of old Dudley Do-Right cartoons. And uh, the RCMP is actually a very corrupt paramilitary investigative organization that specializes in covering up crimes for people in high places, kind of like the FBI or possibly even the CIA. So uh, the RCMP is Canada's swamp. They are, uh, as far as I'm concerned, a criminal organization at the top. Uh, the, the cop coming out to investigate a break-in at a farm, that's different. I have nothing against those guys. There's probably a lot of really decent members that actually want to help people, but at the top, it is rotten. Well, Alberta's uh, launching a study to look at kicking them out, getting our own police force, and it's about time. I'm going to get into some of the reasons. Uh, You'll be astounded at some of the things I'm going to tell you about this organization called the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. By the way, did you know that they take an oath to the Queen? Not me, not anybody in Canada. Nope, nope. Their uh, loyalty lies with Queen Elizabeth Windsor, the uh, the lizard. <laughs> the NBA is uh, finally figuring out that uh, people that want to go and enjoy a basketball game, turns out, don't like being lectured on racism. Who'd have thought it, hey? Loading program. Please stand by. Ah! 
Let's get into this thing with the NBA because uh, I think it's funny. You know, there's that old uh, saying, get woke, go broke, you know? Oh, what's that? Hey, man, who's that cat coming down the street? Who's that cat? I don't that know, but it's you like that man with the bones. You don't have it. Oh, yeah. He's a <laughs> Remember uh, Eddie Murphy? My parents took me to a Harlem Globetrotters game when I was a kid. And they uh, they they trounced the Washington Generals. <laughs> like, over and over and over again. Yeah. So, uh, it turns out, yeah, the, the people that want to go to a basketball game and uh, a whole lot of white people that have not grudgingly... Uh, Without grudgingly lining the pockets of black athletes for, well, my whole life anyway. Yeah, they, they don't like that. So their uh, their finals were down 50% in viewership. Yeah. The NBA went full balloon, woke, and they got broke. This is posted on AmericanHackRadio.com. I think, I think. Uh, Peyton, uh, the square space was down for a little while. You know, maintenance and so forth. So, uh, I don't know how many different ways the American people need to tell sports franchises that, uh, they don't want politics and social justice mixed into their sports. But before the dang fools will listen. But these narcissistic, spoiled, rotten, rich millionaires don't care about the fans. All they care about is PR and their own personal misguided activism. Once again, it's come back to bite them hard. The NBA ratings have absolutely cratered. And no, no, it's it's not because there are no fans in the stadium, as some dang langs are trying to say. It's because of BLM and other SJW garbage. The NBA knows it, which is why they caved. This is from OutKick. Adam Silver sat down for an interview with Rachel Nichols on NBA Countdown earlier this week and indicated that the social justice messaging that you see on the courts, the backs of players' jerseys will be left off the floor next season. Oh! Uh, Are you preemptively saying that uh, black lives will not matter next year? Huh? Is that what's going to happen in 2021? (laughs) Black lives will stop mattering? Rachel Nichols, the NBA, has, uh, she said, the NBA has certainly been the most visible billion-dollar organization. Oh, good job, guys. 
Good job. Uh, the uh, Rachel Nichols said the uh, NBA has certainly been the most visible billion-dollar organization championing social justice and civil rights. As you noted in your press conference the other day, though, that has not been universally popular, <laughs> to say the least. How committed are you to uh, being that going forward, is what Rachel said. Adam Silver said... We're completely committed to standing for social justice and racial equality, and that's been the case going back decades. It's part of the DNA of this league. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Whatever. How it gets manifested is something we're going to have to sit down with the players and discuss for next season. I would say in terms of the messages you see on the court in our jerseys, this was an extraordinary moment in time when we began these discussions with the players uh, and what we all lived through this summer. My sense is there will be somewhat a return to normalcy, that those messages will be largely left to be delivered off the floor. And I understand those people who are saying, I'm on your side, but I want to watch a basketball game. <laughs> I think it's too late for the NBA, NFL, and the rest of the social justice sports teams. They've just been pushing and pushing and pushing the American people to the brink. And I believe they'll lose many fans permanently. Oh, wouldn't that be terrible? Uh, you, they can always go play in China, huh? They could. They could do that. Uh, once people realize their lives are just fine or maybe better off without sports... They'll be fine staying away. Yeah, we all saw it coming. Yeah, they're getting exactly what they deserve. It's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And they they had to know. They had to know that this was going to happen. Huh? I mean, come on. Come on. You know, who who wants to get lectured? It's like I said before with the Edmonton Oilers. I will not be lectured on racism just because I want to watch a hockey game. It's not happening. You know, we had black players here my whole life and nobody cared. It's a miracle, huh? It's a miracle. People that want to watch a a football game or a hockey game don't want to be lectured on racism. On to the next thing. Yes, you are hot. Smoking hot in your face! Woo-hoo! America Radio. Radio. Yeah. I'm just gonna let this play a little bit. Eddie Van Halen dead at 65. Uh, and you've, got, you've all heard about it. It's, it's all been talked through. I'm just going to give my little uh, take on it. Um, the thing that got me the most about that whole thing, uh, uh, the two the people I feel bad for, uh, that you know I, I'm sympathetic towards in this whole situation, most of all, first, uh, is his son. 
his son, Wolfgang Van Halen. What a cool name. Wolfgang Van Halen. Guy could play a guitar, and man, could he name a son. And uh, the thing that got to me the most about it was that he called his dad Pop. And the reason that kind of got to me is because uh, that's what my son calls me. My son, Ash, he calls me Pop. And so, I don't know, it, it just kind of, I don't know, I it connected with me. So, uh, in honor of uh, Mr. Edward Van Halen, uh, Rock Friday will be Van Halen Rock Friday. Uh, and that's an easy hour to fill. It can be either uh, Diamond David Lee Roth or it can be uh, Van Hagar. Speaking of Van Hagar, uh, he I, I remember a Rolling Stone interview where uh, uh, Sammy Hager was talking about what it was like to go and practice uh, and write songs for an upcoming album with Alex and Eddie Van Halen. He said that uh, basically you were swimming in a sea of beer cans and five-gallon pails full of cigarette butts. And he said that at some point in the night, inevitably... Uh, Alex and Eddie would get too drunk and, and punch each other out. And that was the end of practice. <laughs> and so uh, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. Um, the, the other person that I, I feel bad for in this situation is Alex Van Halen because, I mean, him and his brother uh, toured the world together. They spent uh, a lot of time in recording studios, they wrote songs together. Uh, they saw transitions in a band together. Uh, you know, it was uh, probably very, very difficult for Alex, as well as his son Wolfgang. Eddie said that, uh, like people on the inside, said that uh, Eddie was in a lot of pain in the last little while. Uh, he had cancer on his tongue, which spread to his esophagus, then slowly into every uh, all of his vital organs. Terrible, terrible way to go. Um, you know, he, he, he was a heavy smoker. He did probably every drug there was, drank a lot. Uh, he pointed out that uh, he had copper and brass guitar picks, which he would uh, hold in his mouth. At times, and I, I've seen lots of guitar players do that. I've been on stage with uh, some excellent guitar players. And he said that the tongue cancer actually first appeared right where he used to put the copper and brass pick. Do I think that that has something to do with it? Uh, I don't know. I, uh, probably a lot to do with the heavy boozing and, and smoking. Uh, but the other thing that that he brought up, too was that he was in recording studios a lot and there's a lot of uh, electromagnetic radiation and that actually kind of uh, tripped my mind to different broadcasters that I've worked for uh, worked with and for in the past uh, that also uh, died from cancer. Uh, is that because you were under a transmitting tower? Or a stick, as we call it in the business. Or, uh, I, I don't know. But uh, I knew an engineer 
that died of cancer at uh, not a very old age. And uh, also my mentor in broadcasting, Mr. Mel Stevens, also uh, died of cancer. And he spent his whole life in radio stations. So uh, am I saying that's what got him? No, it it probably uh, most likely was a combination of things. And I, I think that that's what it is with these things a lot of times. The other thing that people need to understand about uh, musicians that get ill and uh, die is uh, that you're back in the day they didn't have the uh, LED lights. Okay, they had the uh, two twenty pot lights, and those they cooked you. And the old saying. Back when I was uh, uh, on stage a lot, was cook the drummer. That that's what people would say. Cook the drummer, right? So, um, what happens, according to Doctor Glidden, is that when you sweat, you lose a soup of uh, minerals in your body. Uh, same thing with working out, wrestlers, bodybuilders. Uh, have you ever noticed how they really go downhill fast, like really fast? A lot of them, they, they seem to uh, not live very long. Well, they, when you sweat, you're losing minerals. And I have no doubt that that probably factored in to uh, what was happening with Eddie as well. Um, do I know it for sure? No! I don't. <laughs> uh, fights breaking out over uh, people uh, not wearing masks on planes. <laughs> American Radio. this play a little bit. Sammy Hager likes to pass his girlfriend around. Uh, That's what I get from this song anyway. Sammy's actually doing pretty good for himself. He's got a bar uh, down in Cabo Wabo. He's got his own kind of his own brand of tequila named after him. Uh, good for you, Sammy Hagar. Uh, these are ridiculous days that we live in, and uh, I, <laughs> I'm not as angry as I used to be about it. I'm not, um, but uh, the ironing is not lost on me. Okay, and uh, listen to this. This is from the New York Post. A COVIDiot. People think they're so clever when they say COVID idiot. Oh, wait a minute. Breaking news. Uh, Frank in Pennsylvania says COVID. Cancer was only a comorbidity. It was actually COVID that probably killed Eddie Van Halen. Uh, I have no doubt that's what the paperwork says. And uh, he goes on to say pretty sure Trump killed him. Yes, Trump coughed in the White House. And somehow that virus made its way to uh, San uh, Jose, California. I think that's where he died. 
Yeah, most likely. I- I'm sure that uh, it was Trump's fault somehow. A COVID-idiot. <laughs> COVID-idiot. That is so clever. COVID-idiot. You know, those people that... I, my brother was at a uh, mass protest in Edmonton yesterday. Or, sorry, on the weekend. And he said it was the weirdest thing in the world. These young kids, teenagers, were coming up to the people protesting. And they were wearing masks. And these kids were giving them the finger and saying, We're not going to do what you tell us to do. And my brother was like, Man... These kids are not like we were. Uh, like, you know, it's like, F you, I will do my homework. You know? I'm going to throw on some Twisted Sister and clean my room. <laughs> That'll show ya. Yeah, uh, it's so weird how... I, I, it, it's an act of rebellion to wear a mask? <laughs> like, What? <laughs> Why? Uh, because the Chinese tranny said so. Yes. Yes. Obey Teresa Tam, everybody. A COVID idiot who refused to wear a mask on an Allegiant Air flight because he thought his face shield was enough exchanged blows with a fellow passenger who took offense, according to a report. A flight attendant aboard Flight 607 from Mesa, Arizona to Provo, Utah, Ah, that's trouble every time. 607, Mason to Provo. 607, Mason to Provo. That's if something's going to happen, that's where it is. Uh, on Saturday, told the man to cover his nose and mouth with a mask, but he stubbornly refused the simple request, the Arizona Republic reported. It's his face. He had a face shield on, so he doesn't think he needs to wear an additional mask. Passenger Riley Lansford, who was sitting a row ahead, told the news outlet, Uh, She said the crew member indicated that the man had also flown a day earlier and argued with her about the issue on that flight. Okay, so uh, he did get away with it once. Uh, Not Provo to Mesa. No, 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 no. Wrong flight. Meanwhile, Lansford said another flyer sitting in the window seat in her row yelled, It's called COVID! Yeah, because people just cannot mind their own business, you know? Because they think they're going to die. Uh, that's, yeah, you know how I feel. You could just feel that something physical was going to start happening, Lansford told the newspaper. The fisticuffs, <laughs> I love that word, erupted when the crew tried to escort the mask denier type off the plane, according to Lansford, who jumped out of her seat to record the altercation with her phone and posted it on Instagram under at Baked by Riley. Baked by Riley. An off-duty officer on the flight escorted the refuser off the plane, the outlet reported. The other combatant remained on board but was moved to another seat. Mesa Police Detective Jason Flam told the outlet that uh, Rio James Hanukkah, or Hanukkah, have a happy Hanukkah, uh, 52 of American Fork, Utah, became confrontational with a flight attendant when asked multiple times to put the mask on. When the other passenger told him to leave so the flight could take off, Honaker allegedly said, mind your own uh, expletive business, according to police. Honaker, who faces a misdemeanor, uh, misdemeanor count of disorderly conduct, reportedly elbowed the other passenger in the head. ha, ha, ha. 
and accused him of getting him booted off the plane. While the passenger was being escorted off the plane, he had an altercation with another passenger. Law enforcement was called in to assist. Oh, I like this guy. <laughs> it's pretty funny, actually. Uh, the airline's policy requires that masks are of a solid material, fully cover the mouth and nose, fit snugly against the face, and be secured under the chin. The airline hands out masks to all boarding passengers. The company does, uh, uh, does not allow coverings with exhalation valves, holes such as lace mesh, neck gaiters, or bandanas. Face shields may be worn in addition to a face covering, but not ever, ever as an alternative. <sighs> These COVID idiots, I tell you. <laughs> Uh, you know what? We're getting towards the bottom of the hour here, so I think we're going to go with our commercial block now, uh, which will give us more time in the second segment of American Act Radio. And by the way, uh, if you can't get enough of Mike Phillip, I'm going to be filling in for Stu and Richard on Politically Incorrect Radio uh, today. Yeah. Uh, sorry, patriotically correct. I said politically incorrect. Uh, patriotically correct radio. Today at 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time will be with me, Mike Phillip, because Stu and Rich are most likely going to be out apprehending a very bad man. Take us out, Eddie. I'm not talking about love. Dang it, Chris. Hurry up and open that door and get over here and help me. This cooler's getting heavy. Well, um, yeah, I, I can give you a hand, uh, but I I locked the keys in the bunker. Dang it, Chris. We have to do off-track in an hour. How are we going to get in there now? Relax. I got a new lock we can install later, but right now we need a battering ram. Hey, I know. Let's use the cat cooler as a battering ram. It certainly is rugged, but I don't think it's made for taking down steel reinforced doors. Man, relax. The thing can take 2,500 pounds of concrete with only minor scratches. We can definitely open the door with it. Rusty, grab the other side. All right. Well, we need a new door, but the cooler's good. Let's get to the studio. Get your cat cooler today at catcoolers.com. That's catcoolers.com. Cat Coolers does not approve of their product for use as a battering ram and cannot recommend you use it in any breaking and entering scenario, but it worked and it was fun. No coolers were harmed in the production of this ad, but the door is a total loss. Also, don't use it for smuggling a cat into New Mexico as it's against the law. We don't care what you stick where, but we're not paying for it. Comprende? How many times have I said that to you after a night out drinking? Damn it, there are no tampons in the men's bathroom. I am saving every bit of that. The Daily Mojo. How many times have I just, have I walked out in utter disgust and anguish looking for a tampon? With Brad Staggs. Welcome to the next 30-second promo here on Mojo <laughs> 5 Weekdays, 8 Eastern. What do you need? I mean, really need to protect yourself and your family. A home security system? A big scary dog? A gun? If you're committed to protecting your family, and we know you are, even a reliable firearm falls short of what you need. To keep your loved ones safe today, tomorrow, and every day, 
you need access to life-saving resources that will help you survive any threat and the legal battle that comes after. That's why the USCCA gives law-abiding people like you the self-defense training, knowledge, and legal protection they need to help ensure the safety of their family and future. Discover what the United States Concealed Carry Association can do for you and your family by visiting uscca.com slash mojo five December 16th, 1773. And now, what really happened at the Boston Tea Party? <laughs> what are they doing? They're throwing all the king's tea and coffee into the harbor to protest taxation without representation. Do you think we should stop them? I really like my car. Come on, it's not American Pride Roasters. Yeah, that would be a trebuchet mockery. American Pride Roasters, the choice coffee of real American patrons for over 250 years. That's right. Get yours today at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. And cut. I, I don't think APR has been around quite that long, guys. Oh, well, but what we do know for sure is that no APR coffee was thrown into the Boston Harbor in 1773. Hmm, so... Therefore, using transitive properties, since they didn't throw any in the harbor, clearly they liked it best. Patriot Energy. When solar energy is done right, it can save you up to 30, 40% over your current energy costs. Call the professionals at Patriot Energy to get your no-cost, no-obligation layout and design. Compare and contrast the differences for yourself. Go to PatriotEnergyAZ.org forward slash Mojo50 to get started today for your Patriot Energy solution. Mary Lori Lightfoot, sit down, shut up, focus on the media paying more attention to your gender, what you like between your legs and, and, and your race. You want to blame police command and police accountability? You take out all your cops, all your EMS, and you give the onus on these people. And you say, until you learn how to operate in a civilized society, you're on your own. The Rants of Izzo, Dominic Izzo, Weeknight 7 to 9, Mojo 5 Yes, you are hot, smoking hot in your face. America Radio. David Lee Roth was hot for his teacher. She's still in jail. <laughs> you hear all these stories these days of uh, teachers having affairs with students. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, the teachers that I grew up with, if uh, you had uh, had a tryst with one, I'd be like, uh, yeah, you wouldn't want your friends to know about it. Let's put it that way. No, you, you wouldn't have been bragging about that. It would have been shame, shame upon you, a pox on your household. Uh, by the way, check this out. Remember Beat It by Michael Jackson? Well, we've got the Eddie Van Halen guitar solo from Beat It by Michael Jackson uh, isolated. So uh, check this out. I think it's, I feel it's pretty sharp.
and uh, especially not Jones. <laughs> okay, time to get serious here. Time to get serious. Uh, yeah, my producer Don was actually quite broken up over this uh, this whole thing. To uh, well, well, with you know Eddie Van Halen dying, you know, yeah, it felt like uh, kind of an end of an era to him, you know, like and. and <sighs> Everybody's going to die one day. Get used to it. It's just a fact. It's a fact. Uh, Listen to this. Listen to this. Oh, by the way, uh, my interview with Bob Kiziak of uh, Conspiracy Truth Finders is coming out today. Uh, It might be be streaming right now. I don't know. Uh, But I will get everybody a uh, link to that. And... uh, Bob, in my opinion, didn't really get the whole thing with QAnon. Uh, He was uh, out to prove that it was dangerous. Uh, I think he'd kind of drunk the Kool-Aid on that one. Uh, But I'm not going to be too critical, Bob. I I like the guy. I do. I do. Uh, I'm not not one of these people that, you know, uh, if you are uh, somebody that I disagree with politically in your ideology, I automatically hate you. No, that's not me at all. Uh, I try to find commonalities in people that I meet. Uh, some of them, yeah, you just got to let go. But listen to this. Uh, QAnon is a LARP. It's not real. It's a bunch of adults pretending that they're uh, detectives, right? That's what we're told. But it's dangerous. New Facebook policy will see all profiles linked to the QAnon conspiracy community wiped from the platform, whether or not they promote violence and the company's latest crackdown on what it claims is a dangerous movement. I hate that word community. I really do. Uh, it's just used for everything. The QAnon conspiracy community. Why does it have to be a community? Huh? Uh, I, I just hate that. Facebook announced the new measures on Tuesday explaining that the decision updates a policy imposed in August targeting QAnon accounts containing discussions of potential violence, broadening the ban to any profiles affiliated with the movement. The policy will also apply to Instagram. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, that will definitely uh, make people turn away from it. Well, if uh, Facebook says it's bad, then... Right? Facebook. Oh, how I hate Facebook. I I do. I, you know, somebody made me a a Facebook account so I could go in and promote the 51st state and my radio show. But other than that, I just, you know, when you see a dog barking in an empty closet, that's me and Facebook. Starting today, we will remove any Facebook pages, groups, and Instagram accounts representing QAnon, even if they contain no violent content. The company said, arguing that the group is tied to other types of, quote-unquote, real-world harm. Who is it harming? Who? Who? I'm turning into an owl here. Uh, Real-world harm. That sounds like one of them stupid terms, like uh, synergy, right? Or... uh, Greenhouse gases. That's another term that kills me. Greenhouse gases. Think about that. CO2 is a greenhouse gas, right? 
and and they tell us that uh, our 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 atmosphere is uh, it's just like Venus's. It's trapping heat and it won't let it out. Well, you'd think uh, Venus would have exploded by now. Uh, no, it just exponentially keeps heating up and the gas doesn't ignite. Uh, but think about that. Greenhouse gases. The fact of the matter is that they pump CO2 into greenhouses to make things grow. So when you say uh, greenhouse gas and you, ca- and you, and you uh, automatically tie that to something bad, in your brain, which I know my listeners don't, but uh, it's it's a it's a, a, a play on words. Greenhouse gas means actually it's a good thing because it makes plants grow, which results in more food and bigger lizards. That's why we had dinosaurs. Well, we've removed QAnon content that celebrates and supports violence. We've seen other QAnon content tied to different forms of real world harm. There's that there's that term again. Real-world harm. If we say it over and over again, it'll be a thing. Including recent claims that the West Coast wildfires were started by certain groups, <laughs> which diverted attention of local officials from fighting fires. That was uh, Andy Stone from Facebook. The initial ban on accounts promoting violence saw over 1,500 QAnon pages and groups scrubbed from the platform, as well as more than 6,500 linked to other, uh, quote-unquote, militarized social movements, I'm guessing because they were causing real-world harm, including Antifa and various militia groups. However, the new sweeping ban does not appear to apply to the other movements, singling out the pro-Trump conspiracy community by name. You will not talk about the 17th letter of the alphabet. In fact, I think that uh, Q should be stricken from the alphabet, right? Like, why can't we spell quart with a K and a W? Or uh, queen, right? K-W-E-E-N. Right? You don't, Q, we don't even need Q. In fact, it just reminds people that uh, there's a bunch of pedophiles in the Democrat Party. And that can lead to real-world harm. The move, of, the move has been blasted as another clampdown on free expression online. Yeah, you think? Uh, with even some self-avowed opponents of QAnon deeming it chilling for free speech. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, they were caught, Rocky. Rocky says, oh, like saying Antifa members were caught starting some of the fires, even though they were caught. Uh, just reading a uh, Twitter post here. Uh, Dusty Moonshine says, QAnon's idiotic, but this is chilling for free speech. I don't foresee it being long before the courts start to look at Facebook at all as quasi-public spaces where at least some level of scrutiny is appropriate. Yeah. Uh, another user says, when social media platforms get into content filtering you know that the end is near <laughs> yeah yeah vanna can i buy a q <laughs> seriously uh you know and, and here's the thing the alphabet is uh 20 it, it's too long if we got rid of q and uh, then we wouldn't need you. We would just need a soft form of the letter V, right? 
Why not? Why not? We don't even we don't even need the letter Q. I I don't think. America Look, whether you dislike Trump or you love the man, the way in which people freak out about him and every single thing that he does is actually really funny. It is. Uh, you know, people get mad at the mainstream media for uh, just the obsessive Trump derangement syndrome that they portray on a regular and daily basis. But, but you got to think about it from my standpoint. It's gold. And they're not kidding. They're actually, uh, I I think they believe what they're saying. I really do. I I do. I think that they believe what they are saying. Now, as a hilarious example of it. (laughs) Oh, the stories are all up. Stories are all up over on AmericanOcRadio.com. As a hilarious example of Trump derangement uh, syndrome, we, uh, we're going to turn it over to Joy Reid of MSNBC. And, and don't get mad. Don't get mad while you're listening to this. I want you to find the comedy value in it. Because it's funny. Huh? When people get all uh, uptight, all certain and not, panties in a bunch over something that, uh, you know, and that's what Joy Reid does. Let's, let's give her a listen. But what Donald Trump wants you to take from that <laughs> is the spin that, well, he faced the coronavirus head on and he beat it. So now you- we did. <laughs> he did. He went back to work in three days. You should revere him and stop fearing the coronavirus. <laughs> what Trump does not want you to know is that reality TV, especially the one about his presidency, is fake. Okay, so he's uh, uh, him being in the White House in the Oval Office every day. Uh, it's fake. It's reality TV. It was really, really real when Obama did it. And uh, even W. Just like The Apprentice was fake. He really wasn't that rich or even sort of successful. He's not even really that rich. And he's not even successful. Even though he's got a golf course in Scotland and buildings in Vancouver and Washington and New York that are big and beautiful and they got his name on it. He's not really that rich or successful. Otherwise, he'd have an anchor position on MSNBC like Joy Reid. <laughs> He's not really that rich. All that ridiculous Trump rhetoric, scripted. All that ridiculous Joy Reid rhetoric, scripted. Those photo ops and visuals, orchestrated. And- oh, no. Nobody's ever orchestrated a photo op in the office of the presidency before. No, he just uh, he just invented that. <laughs> it's brand new. See, even if you don't even if you don't love the guy or you like him, whatever, this is funny. This is and that's the best kind of comedy when it's uh, when it's uh, unintentional, right? It's like a dignified person doing something that makes him look like a sucker. Great risk, by the way, to staffers and to photographers and to other innocent people. He's killing people, and he's not even really that rich, you know. Donald Trump is highly contagious. With 
<laughs> He's highly con- now. Now she's a virologist, huh? She just knows. She just knows. Okay, just. Just believe everything Joy Reid says. He's he's not really that rich and he's highly contagious. <laughs> An active infection of COVID-19 that he has been infected for, for we don't even know how many days. No, you don't. <laughs> uh, that's the first honest statement that she made this whole time. We don't even know how many days he's been infected. Well, no, you don't because uh, he could have had it for like uh, a week before he was tested. Capiche? And we don't even know that uh, chances are uh, there's there's about a 75% chance that he didn't even have it. Right? <laughs> oh, you are just precious, Joy Reid. Go on, would you? And while that's being packaged and produced to create a version of Trump who is capable and healthy and strong, that is fooling no one. Not least of all, Joy Reid. Uh, she knows that those buildings aren't really his with his name all over him and the golf course and the presidency. No, no, no. He's not even really the president. This is just reality TV. Now, on the flip side, by constantly freaking out over the president, uh, they're giving him airtime. Seriously. Right? Uh, they're, they're constantly talking about him so uh all six people that watch msnbc it's all they can think about because everyone outside of his sycophants on earth too assumes that trump is probably sicker than he's letting on oh yeah everybody outside of his sycophants if you're if you're a trump supporter it's not because you want the uh traditional way in which the u.s government has operated to change it's not because of anything other than the fact that you're a sycophant, but everybody knows. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> I had I had uh, Ryan Jesperson, former talk radio host at our big AM affiliate here in Edmonton, six thirty Chad. One time, I I called into a show because they were talking about statehood for Alberta. Well, he cut me off, and then he goes, Mike. The studies have been done. Everybody knows this, and you know this, Mike. And he had cut off my phone. And see, I know how these things work, right? I know how radio works. And he goes, you don't have anything to say about that, do you, Mike? And he goes, yeah, that's what I thought. Mike Mike will not even reply to that. Yet they had hung up on me, okay? And I know their little tricks, and that is a psych trick that Joy Reid is playing when she says, Look, everybody knows. You you know this, you guys. You know. Come on, man. And coronavirus isn't just coursing through the 7.5 million Americans, most of whose names you don't know. No, you don't know them either because you don't know there's 7.5 million. And I would wager uh, just about all of them you don't know because the testing is a fraud. <laughs> See what I did there? Right? This, that's too easy. Go on, though. I'm having fun. And it has killed more than 211,000 Americans. Yes, uh, with pianos falling on their head, gunshot wounds, stabbings, car accidents, uh, chemotherapy, drug overdoses. Yes, yes. I, I bet you if the uh, reporting on any death certificates was actually accurate, 
I would think that uh, the numbers would be extremely much way lower than that. All of whom Trump and his party have ignored since March. Yep, he don't care about dead people. It's also surging through Congress and through the White House with a fourth press staffer, in addition to press secretary Kayleigh McEnany, testing positive today. It turns out that Democrats are uh, Democrats are immune to the coronavirus. Have you noticed that? No Democrats are being diagnosed with the coronavirus. Uh, so if you're uh, full of crap, uh, it turns out that's the cure. So, uh, you know, eat a spoonful every day and you'll be fine. As well as a Trump military valet who came into contact with Trump testing positive over the weekend. And now senior military officials including the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, are in quarantine. So? (laughs) Maybe he just needed a day off. Maybe he wanted to go golfing. He said, "Uh, got COVID. I'm not coming to the Pentagon today. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, and neither do you, Joy Reid, but uh, I sure am enjoying you freaking out about it. After exposure to COVID-19 and to the infected president. What Trump hoped to hide during his American Mussolini balcony stunt was that he was clearly having trouble breathing. Just like he wants to hide that he is not in control of the virus. <laughs> he was clearly having trouble breathing. Probably had an asthma puffer in his pocket. Uh, <laughs> Listen to this, hey? Isn't it crazy? It really is crazy. <laughs> like Just the way that she just... She knows. She knows how many people have died. She knows how many people have it. She knows that he, he's not really as rich as he is. She knows that uh, he was, uh, you know, in another life he was a goat. She, she, Joy Reid knows, okay? That should be the name of her show. Joy Reid knows. Or of an election that he is desperate to win. Trump is falling even further behind Joe Biden in battleground states that he needs to win. Where have I heard this before? Uh, Oh, yeah, 2016. (laughs) Presidency back. And Trump isn't just desperate. He's clearly afraid. And not just of the virus hurting him, as Vanity Fair's Gabe Sherman reported this weekend. No, he's afraid of you. Me? He's afraid of voters. Oh, President Trump is afraid of voters. Uh, yeah, that's why he packs these <laughs> these huge events, and that's why he uh, goes out and uh, drives around and waves at people. And that's why he can get ten thousand people in a place. Record audiences, according to the fire marshal in several cities. Uh, but he is he, what well, he's got voter phobia. It's a thing. Look it up. Voter phobia. Um, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're all tired of it, but it really is funny, okay?
Of COVID. <laughs> I'll be Alberta bound until COVID inevitably takes me down. Just like everybody else all the time. This coming Rock Friday is going to be Van Halen Rock Friday. That's it. That's all. Just rock Van Halen. Van Halen songs. That's it. Head over to AmericanArcRadio.com. Hit the uh, donate button. Get your request in. Trust me. You'll be glad you did. No, really. Serious. Uh, you'll you'll like it. Okay? Van Halen Rock Friday this coming Rock Friday on American Arc Radio. Uh, and we've got a really cool new uh, uh, AB51 logo that we're going to be putting on about 70 different pieces of merchandise so that you can... Uh, you know, you can have uh, uh, AB51 and American Oc Radio on your, your leggings while you're on your uh, American Oc Radio yoga mat, while you're looking at your American Oc Radio or AB51 clock on the wall. And uh, we even got tattoos for dogs. Uh, Canada's going just stupid. Uh, and and uh, here's another reason for Alberta to ditch Canada. Like I said, we're talking about getting the RCMP out of here. Ask Peyton. The new logo is awesome. Uh, Peyton will tell you all about it. He agrees. Under the newly unveiled list of single-use plastics being banned in Canada, plastic grocery bags, straws, stir sticks, six-pack rings, cutlery, and food containers made from hard-to-recycle plastics will be out of use nationwide by the end of 2021. Wait a minute. They just told us that we have to use plastic because those fabric bags that they wanted us to switch to because plastic was destroying the earth. Uh, now we couldn't use the fabric bags because of COVID. And now we've got to ban plastic when they just put us back on it. Environment and Climate Change Minister Jonathan Wilkinson. He's a minister. Yes, yes, he's ministering to you. Uh, just care about your soul. That's why he's... Uh, Getting rid of plastic. Uh, Jonathan Wilkinson announced the federal government's next steps toward its plan to achieve zero plastic waste by 2030. When a ban comes into effect, your local stores will be providing you with alternatives to these plastic products, Wilkinson said, adding that he knows it's hard to come back from a trip to the grocery store without single-use plastic products, especially food packaging. I feel your pain. Trust me, I do. I know. It's hell. Uh, you know, trying to come home from the grocery store without uh, plastic products. I'm with you. John Wilkinson is with you. But he went on to say uh, it, it's got to change. As first pledged last year, recommitted the Liberals' September throne speech. Government's moving ahead with banning certain uh, real-world harm-causing. I see what I did there. Single-use plastics that are consistently found in the environment and for which they are readily available alternatives while finding ways to make sure more plastic is recycled. Come on back to uh, Mojo 50 Radio. Well, just don't change the dial. 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I'll be filling in for Stu Peters and Richard on Patriotically Correct Radio. Instead of hosting... America Radio on Mojo Five O. Stick around for right now with Jim Dawes on Mojo Five O.
This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5 